Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Wednesday, May 24th. Hearing God in Culture. Today's scripture reading is found in Acts chapter 17, verses 24 through 29 from the Message Translation, which reads, The God who made the world and everything in it, this master of sky and land, doesn't live in custom-made shrines or need the human race to run errands for him as if he couldn't take care of himself. He makes the creatures. The creatures don't make him. Started from scratch, he made the entire human race and made the earth hospitable with plenty of time and space for living so that we could seek after God and not just grope around in the dark, but actually find Him. He doesn't play hide-and-seek with us. He's not remote. He's near. We live and move in Him, can't get away from Him. One of your poets said it well, we're the God-created. Well, if we're the God-created, it doesn't make a lot of sense to think that we could hire a sculptor to chisel a God out of stone for us, does it? This is God's Word. Resist the culture. This is our typical stance, like the police in full riot gear staring down a teeming mob. Be not conformed to this world, in other words, human culture, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so we launch our own media empires and shows and music and art and fashion, shunning the secular for our own sacred brands, which Ironically, often means that all we just did was create another human culture to which we must resist being conformed. Oy. I believe this is what the author of Ecclesiastes called vanity and chasing after the wind. This is the beauty of Paul's visit to Athens. He knew and was conversant enough with the most definitely secular, though the people of Athens would most definitely have protested, hey, who are you calling secular? Okay, he knew and was conversant enough with the most definitely secular culture around him to both be repulsed and drawn in by it. He was repulsed by the pervasive idolatry, but drawn in by the undercurrent of truth in their own, what we would call, pagan poets. Enough so that when he opened his mouth to speak, he did so with their poets, rather than with his own scriptures. I'm convinced that had Paul lived and breathed and walked among us, he would be familiar with the ten most recent films nominated for Best Picture. He would be able to quote Ted Lasso or Seinfeld or The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. He would know something of the current New York Times bestsellers as well as quoting Shakespeare and Robert Frost and no doubt would know the rhythms of Simon and Garfunkel, John Fogarty and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Though, would he have preferred the Beatles or the Stones? Yes, I know, blasphemous, but actually not. Paul became all things to all men, yes? The words may have been penned long after his days, but I can hear him quoting this poet too. Christ plays in 10,000 places, lovely in eyes and lovely in limbs, not his, through the features of men's faces. Which is why I'm thankful for my mother, who took us every Sunday morning to hear the words of Reverend McGraw at the Van Nuys Presbyterian Church. And for my father, who took us every Sunday afternoon to see the latest big flick at the Pantages Theater in Hollywood. 
Scripture and movie scripts continue to be the language in which I am most conversant and through which God speaks regularly, the latter never failing to reflect and amplify the former. So ask the animals and let them teach you. And listen to the animals, okay, that rock band in the 60s, okay, or fill in the blank with whatever you want to listen to, and to the rest of this or any human culture, and watch as here too Christ plays in his 10,000 places. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, how does culture at large speak to you? Or are you typically doing all you can to hit the mute button when it comes to human culture? How do we find the balance of being conversant with the culture without being swallowed up by it? Lord, widen my view, broaden my outlook, enlarge my capacity to take in your presence, to register your voice in the most unlikely mundane and common places, in the good, the bad, and even the ugly I see around me, in creation, in culture, in community. Give me ears to hear the gurgled praises of infants and eyes to see every bush afire with God. Let me do more than shush the infants and pluck the blackberries as I daub my natural face unawares. Let me see and hear and take off my shoes as I see anew that this is indeed, right here, holy ground. Through your mercies. <laughs>